If you're an average player, you want to be left alone, right? Because you want to be able to slide by. If you're a good player, you want to be coached. If you're a great player, you want the coach to tell you the truth every day. Did I hustle on that play? Did I make the right read? Did I play the guy with the right leverage? You want to know every play. Because you know why? They want to be perfect. Everybody here makes a choice to do one of those three things. Welcome to the Goat Consulting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to people striving to be a goat, the greatest of all time, serving it up in a way that you can get it in all stages of life. Hey, I'm Colby Jubenville, and welcome to another episode of the Goat Consulting Podcast right here in VC Productions in studio in Nashville, Tennessee. Tyler is not at the table with us today. He's at the beach. This is part two of our of our conversation with our good friend Aaron Opria. God, I work hard Held to it. say that. Yeah, it's a yeah. hard one. And uh, we're going to continue to get back into that conversation with her. And really started off by talking about the fact that John just asked her if he could, if she would train him, and she said yes, and then she said no. We'll talk about that here. Just, yeah, gonna, just. Bring in a therapist. Well, you just to help didn't us ask the right question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at that. I'll figure it out. And to the left, wearing his favorite workout shirt that he led with the brand of the Iron Man to try to get Aaron to say yes because he's so he so strategically said, "Do you train Iron Man?" You know, setting the stage for greatness there. John Byers. John is all the way from Brentwood. He is the LinkedIn Whisperer. He is the calming force to our show. We're so glad you're with us today, John. So good. Sean is over there to the left. You never Producer know what he's, Sean. He's going to scream out and say, and then Dave. Thank you for taking care of the board. We are the Goat Consulting Podcast. We're like Waffle House. We serve it up in a way that you can get it. Place to eat. I love Waffle do you, House. Do your clients eat at Waffle House? Uh, yeah, they drink. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't those go together? <laughs> In our twenties, they teach they us to go, go to. The, in our twenties, they teach us to go to the Waffle House. In our thirties, yes, we do. still go to the Waffle House. In our forties, we don't need to go to the Waffle House. In the fifties, we go back to our Waffle House and drink. So there we go. Forties, we just don't admit it. The forties, we don't admit it. In our fifties, we say this is what I really want, which is to go to the Waffle House. And and we are the Goat Consulting Podcast. In mm. sports, it's easy to see. It's people like Aaron that are recognized for their greatness. What they do elevates the play of those around them. But in business, it's also people like Aaron, people that compete on unique perspective, unique education, and unique experience. What they do gives them energy. It gives other people energy, creating new levels of challenge and new levels of opportunity, which is exactly what you do for your clients. And at that point, I'm going to turn it off to you and say thank you, Dev Digital. Thank you for creating Plank. Thank you for creating Pretty Muscles. And thank you for allowing Aaron, who has self-admittedly said that she is not into technology, has two different, what did, what did she say? Two, two Instagram two apps on her phone. It's, it her is home. impossible, and she denies that, that she's I'm being I'm not into on. technology, and I'm I have an app. I'm not into reading, and I have two books. <laughs> <laughs> but you are into fitness, and you're going from here to look at houses and then train people. We are going to talk about those two books, by the way, because something that you said about them is really, really cool to me. But before we get there, you're building an empire, and I'm not sure. I wouldn't imagine that you would say it that way. No. Because you've got this confident humility about you, which I think is super cool. It's very endearing, which probably allows you to be able to connect with the people that you connect with and, and do the work that you do in a really meaningful way. Confident humility, super cool. Well done there. Can you catch us up? Like, how did you get into building what you would not say, but I would say is an empire to where it is today. Like what prompted that? You shared last uh, earlier in the, the episode that you got certified as a trainer at 18. 
But here you are today with, again, an empire. And tell us more about that, how you got here. It's all kind of crazy. People, the question I get all the time, how did you train celebrities? And that's what probably I'm most known for. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't something I said, oh, my gosh, I want to train celebrities. All I wanted to do was make enough money to to be able to raise my kids. Yeah. Like I said, and I will be able to do that. And it happened. I always say, if you look for that, it will never happen. Like, don't search for money. Search for what really fuels your happiness and your passion, and it will drive you to success. Mm. And so for me, it was, you know, I was training, and I said, I will grow this, and I will grow. Work. Don't chase the thing. Chase the journey. There you go. It's a journey. Mm. It, 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 I can't say, well, do this, and you're going to get celebrities. That's just not how the world works mm. at all. Yeah. And it, it's yeah, not yeah. one thing fits all. It's um, And also, it's it shouldn't just be about training celebrities. It should be about doing what you love. Yeah. It should be about doing what you love. And if celebrities end up in your world, then that's great. And if they don't, it's still great. Yeah. Like, they're great people, but they're people. We're all people. And how, so does, f- how does that go, by the way? Like, when, when, a, when you're training a celebrity and they're like, hey, you know, my friend, let's just use the name Mike Tyson. My, my friend Mike really wants to meet you. And, you know, he sees my legs and how nice they are. <laughs> He's with, making a comeback. He's making a comeback. So, like, how does that connection get made? It, it's usually through text. It's like, hey, I'm going to introduce you to so-and-so. Everything I've ever done is word of mouth. I've never advertised. Yeah. There was no social media. It was 100% one talking to the next. Who was your next. first celebrity? So my first was Leanne. Actually, my at this point, she was not a celebrity. Do you know Aubrey Sellers? Who is mm. Leanne? Do you know Leanne Womack? Yeah, yeah. Aubrey Sellers was still in high school. Oh wow! Which her mom is Leanne Womack. Got it. So I trained her, then I trained her mom, and then it went to Frank Liddell, who is Leanne's husband, also a big producer in town. Okay, so that was easy because they're all in the same house. So it went from one to the right? other, and then yeah. it just kind of spread. And then the one that I was most known for was yep. Carrie Underwood, and that one they called me for an interview. And this is a really funny story. They called me for an interview, and I was like. This sounds so shady. They're like, hey, can you come to this condo complex? And I'm like, it's kind of weird. And I was like, yeah, I'll be there. Did you and know who it was for at the time? No, okay. I had no idea. It was just for a client. That's all I knew. Okay. It was just for a client. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. And then I got phone. I was like, that's dumb. Why would I do that? <laughs> and if it wasn't for my husband, Sean, yeah. I would have never gone. Because he's like, you're fine. You can protect yourself. Just go. <laughs> You can protect Sean. Did too, you have your knee brace on? I mean, were you? No, I was. I was actually healthy at that point. Okay. okay. <laughs> no injuries. Um. And so I went to the interview. It was great. Still didn't know who it was for. Yeah. I did the whole interview. Um. I guess they interviewed a bunch of trainers, and then. So they interviewed you without even talking to the client. You were just getting interviewed by other people. Managers. Managers. Mm-hmm. The managers were interviewing you. Mm-hmm. Can, do you remember a question that you that they asked you that I you said? Tell you sell a, us this pen. <laughs> no, I couldn't tell you a single make question. Me, make me do a make me do a, a, a bench press. I mean, you know, they, like, I don't. Why I, did they choose you? I, that's a great question. I never. You haven't asked them. Nope. Oh, can you go ask him and report back, please? Yeah, I'll call you tomorrow. But Thank your relationship you. with we'll text. now with her is is past the managers. Yeah. I mean, you have yeah. a personal. Oh, yeah. I, trained, I mean, I went to her wedding. And, yeah. Um, yeah. You built a personal relationship we with her. We trained together for 11 years. We don't currently train together, but I yeah. did train her for 11 years. So I went, to, I went to that interview. They still didn't tell me. And then they called me back for a second interview. And I went to that one. I think they told me at that one. And then I met her on the third interview. Mm. Met her on the third interview. And so, it, and it just progressed. It's all been word of mouth. And even when I trained her, nobody knew for a long time. Like, I, it was very quiet. I didn't, again, there was no social media. It was so, just starting, but I had no interest. So, I, I don't want to 
presume or make up a story about you, but the little that I know and with your background, on that third interview when you're in there and you're it's you and Carrie, when do you start becoming the interviewer? Because I imagine you asked some really good questions early on. Did that yeah, happen? I or? don't even – I wish I could remember – or, or does it happen with clients? It was just natural meet- conversation. Like, it was just a conversation. But it what was do like you ask? Getting, like- it was just getting to know each other and making sure I'm not shady before I go to their – because I go to all their houses. Yeah, I go yeah, house to house. And so just making sure that I am who I say I am and I – Is any part of you intimidated? Inti- no. no. Yeah, no. but what do you ask the clients? Like, there's got to be – I mean, a- these people are stars. That has no intimidation to me whatsoever. It doesn't. No. They're great people. They're yeah. people. And yeah. I, I, I'm a people person. I can talk to a wall. I can talk to anybody. Um, there's no intimidation for me. I really want to get this question, though. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, like, what are you asking them in that first, okay, we're going to talk about training. I'm, I'm guessing you asked some version of, I, I mean, like, I what do you want to achieve? Then, you know, in the beginning is injuries, um, okay. you know, goals. What is your goal? Um, what do you hate? What do you love? And then I start piecing things together and make up the workouts cater to them and what will make them happy and help them reach the goal that they want. And mm. everybody is different. Yeah. Everybody's different. It's a really fun job. It's I mean, I've been doing cool. it for so long. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. I is your goal to build a personal relationship with each one of them? Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like you, you a trainer has to know them in and out and you have to be able Do to they call them. you and, and yes, you I become more of a therapist for them? <laughs> I hear everything. Do you sure. hear a therapist when you're training? I mean, yes. is that, yeah, I know everything and say nothing. So I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, well, you'll never get anything out of me. Yeah. Have you ever fired a client? Yes. Tell us about that. <laughs> and you not, the, not the client, not the client, but it was, I like how she kind of checks with Sean. <laughs> oh my and, like, gosh. <laughs> but this one, this is the same guy that screamed, um, you know, to start us off. Stars. He really <laughs> took us. <laughs> so when I'm shooting Instagram stories, okay. like him and my kids, that's what they do. They yell, penis. <laughs> there you go. Just to see if they can make mom really mad. Just to see if you can stay focused. <laughs> we have that in the outtake. But um, what were we just talking about? You were about to tell us who you fired. Oh, I'm not saying who. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd get there and it would be like, I'm not training today. Go walk my dogs. I'm not training today. Go mm. wash my car. I'm not training today. Go do no. X, Y, Z. And then she'd blame me for being overweight. So, and I'm like, hey. I, so they she'd themselves. blame you for her being overweight. Yeah. Because you like, weren't walking the dog fast enough. <laughs> so I just had had my fill, honestly. Wow. That was the end of and that for me. John asked before the show, before the start of this uh, episode, that if you could – had a space to train him, and you said that you don't. Are you full all the time? Yeah, I'm not taking any clients right now. Yeah. Do people but call all you? Maybe, yeah. maybe, get, maybe one get. more. Maybe do, one do more. people call you all the time and ask? <laughs> uh, it, this yes. is the kind of stuff we that do, he does. We, I do get contacted a lot about You're not training. Gonna, he's not going to stop until you say yes, um, so just be ready. <laughs> and I wish if there's more hours in the day, I would take yeah. more clients. But I say, look. I can I partner can up it. with somebody. I'm but sure yes. you have a client that would like to cut their pet bill, you know, in a third, and then I'll pay, you know, I'm sure we can do it together. And who do you think that might be? <laughs> You know what? I say, I actually have an online program I'm getting ready to launch that's more of a personal online training that I'll have a John, a trainer's John is high maintenance. And that's called, that's called. It's going to fall under the Pretty Muscles app, but it's going to be Pretty Muscle custom training. Okay. But it'll be online. So that's when, it, be when do you set, oh, I'm sorry, you're going there. When do I think, I think it's going to launch in the next two to three weeks. Has the, that's has awesome. The, has the app worked the way you wanted it to? The app has worked five million times more than I ever expected. And you attribute that to what? 
Dev Digital, of course. I know. Besides, um, I contribute it to having a good team. It started off a little bit rocky, and I have an amazing team, and the app is exactly what I wanted. And I just launched a dance program with a guy named Nate Offer, and it it's he is so amazing. His great energy. I feel like the two of us have our energy matches, and the app is just so happy. Mm. I feel like it's an amazing app. I mean, it has. You could movie. resurrect Richard Simmons to come back. Do I you think. want to? Yes. She wants wanna, to resurrect. Davey, call our people. Have them reach what out. What is the name of do. that second one? I know sweating with the oldies. What's the second Party one? off the pounds. Party off the pounds. Richard Simmons. And squeeze your butt cheeks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here, I have, a, I have a question. And one of the things that I've talked about before, <laughs> one of the things I've talked before about goats, goats use a different language. And one of the things that I've kind of pieced together in learning about you is two specific moments that and I'm sure you use this all the time, different language that you use. So this is very, you could almost pass over it, but there was one video where someone says, we're here today with Erin in her home gym, and you said, do you remember what you said? Nope. This is my shape studio. Oh, it's my pretty muscle studio. You don't even know that you use a different language than most people. I don't. I don't think. Maybe you do. I'm Maybe you're more. I stay in my own world. Maybe you're more intentional. But Shape Studio is very different. So I want to talk about that. And you also did it later on because when somebody, I think you were you were talking about the books that you've written, Four by Four Diet and Power Plate Diet. You said something about if I could do it over again, I wouldn't put diet in there. I wouldn't because I tried to fight that not to be there. Because it seems like you use diet as a noun and not a verb. I feel like diet is kind of looked upon as a negative thing. Yes. And I'd, I'm not a diet person. Why is Sean laughing? totally agree. Because you said a noun and a verb, and she's got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I don't read. <laughs> what? A di- I, to me, so, to me, I'm sure there's get like your I'll, M16 out and just yeah, teach it a lesson. I'll, a rubber band I'll show, I'll show you a verb, yeah, right? So, but but I think you're about to talk about it. Diet is something is a is more of a lifestyle as opposed to I need to go on a diet, right? Like, right. I want people to learn to live a healthy, balanced lifestyle, enjoy yeah. everything they've always loved, but to learn to eat it in the correct portions, in the correct times, and mm. moderation, and not go on a diet and say I am all X Y Z, so I can't have this. Right. I can't. I can't. When you tell someone you can't have something, what do you always think about? The thing you can't press the, in the red can. button. And then you know what you do is you overeat all the way around that one yeah. thing, instead of just having a little bit of that one thing so you can get it off your mind and keep moving forward. So three years ago, almost three years ago, I was getting close to doing an Ironman, and I decided that I was going to go plant based because I read, researched, mm-hmm. watched, you know, Game Changer, mm-hmm. I mean, blah, 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 right? And so what I said was, and I was very specific, and I think it comes some version of what you just shared, I'm going to be 90% plant-based because I don't want everyone to be out at dinner or at a client meeting or, or you know, at a donut shop with Aaron and Sean and be like, yeah, I just, uh, you know, do you, where's the plant-based donut? Like, I'm not going to ask that, right? right. Like, I want to give that 10% grace to myself because I think that helps me be sustainable. That's my thing. So are you still plant-based? Yeah. 90%. 90%. Yeah. We'll be somewhere and he'll order the French fries. I still plants. Non-negotiable. French fries, cinnamon rolls, non-negotiable. I mean, that's still plant-based. Yeah. Yeah, Well, if you're going vegan... I, mean, uh, I stay away from that word. I think it has, <laughs> I think it has a negative connotation. Like I diet. think it's all about balance. I think yeah. I think you shouldn't have all meat. You shouldn't have all vegetables. I think you should just collaborate yeah. it and 
eat a healthy, balanced lifestyle and love life. Your uh, whole world should not be consumed about what you are going to eat. I love to work hard, but life just isn't mm-hmm. life without donuts. Aaron Oprea. Did he say sure. it right? Donuts and tequila. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's mixed. even better. I might say bourbon. Donuts Sean and bourbon. would say bourbon. I would say tequila. I love I love straight tequila on the, that sounds to sound like an alcoholic. <laughs> Give me all the straight tequila. I'm not drinking <laughs> shots. Here, wait. Yeah, oh. Wait, which one's that? Eagle Rare. I thanks, feel like I've heard you talk about that one. Thanks to my good friend Colby. Pick that up. I did mm. pick that up for you. Takes good care of me. But I, you're not drinking that's just to look at the bottle, right? I know what he <laughs> likes. I know what he likes. Unfortunately, I own more way John, more than I can drink. John will call me and he's like, Where are you? And I'm like, I'm in Murfreesboro. Hey, can you go by sixteen forty seven old Fort Parkway? And I'm like <laughs> Sean knows. Why, why? Is that a liquor store? Well, they just had a release. Yeah, you need to get yeah, over there in ten I mean, minutes to get it's the, the Eagle Rare. First rare. time anybody's ever asked me to do that. I'm like, What what are you doing? So that's kinda I'm on standby to help him with that. And All right, I've, I've got I've got two more questions for you, uh, and we'll see where these go. But out of all the people, the work that you've done, training, working with folks, what have you learned about people? People are people. Everybody. Say more about that. So people put other people on pedestals, and they think that, like, they think, like, they just – idolize them. And I feel like people are people and all people have the same tendencies for the most part. Mm. Most people are not always motivated. If they're always motivated, they probably don't have a trainer. That's true. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I agree That's with that. Hold on a second. People, Can you say that again? I agree. Most that, people are not always motivated because if they were, they I would do. not have a trainer. I have a trainer. Jordan Williams. Are you always motivated? 545. No, I need to. I need there him. There you go. You got someone there to... Yeah. They're there. In the not be- only are they, a lot of times clients know what, especially when I've trained them for 10 years, Yeah, they know what to do. They just won't do it. Well, I, I only pay him. I, I can do all the stuff that I do. It's so much harder than working out. But I pay him to make me work out. Now, he does it, you know, that's why I ask about the therapy stuff and, and building the personal relationship because he does that and it's more meaningful to me and it allows it to happen so much uh, faster. But in the beginning, I was like, you're just going to have to call me to get me up because I wouldn't get up to come and go there. But now there's no question. I am there at 545 every morning. It is like a therapy session. It but is. fitness yeah. in general for me, working out is therapy. Like jump rope, jump rope is meditation for me. I'll jump rope for an hour. That's where I get most creative, and I do a lot of meetings on jump rope. That's where I, l- I figure out a lot in my head. That's where I l- start thinking about what do I want to do next, and I start building business. Everything's done through jump rope Re- for me. Recently, I, was, I had a long run that I was training for. I think I, I had this long run, this hot, miserable morning, and afterwards I shower, I get Max. We're, dri- we're driving in the car. My, Max is my 12-year-old that will go yeah. on the uh, storm-chasing trip here in, in almost a year. And, he's, and he said, Dad, how long did you run this morning? He asked great questions, like he cares <laughs> about me. And he says, um, I said, well, I ran – uh, this is the same kid that said to you, you're on the Joe Biden plan. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's for another story. He, he said, um, I said, I ran nine miles. He was like, oh, why would you do that? I said, well, you know, just because it, it it's like my therapy. Like I, when I work out, like I yell less and I get less worked up. He said, dad, you should have run longer today. <laughs> Out of the mouth of babes. Kids are the best. Out of the mouth of babes. What's next Nine for you? Nine miles wasn't are, enough. Have you asked your questions, or is there more? Uh, unless you want to, t- I mean, home gym, shape studio. Oh, uh, my really studio is my favorite spot. It is my happy pace. So what I think, 
when you think gym, sometimes you think very hardcore. I think studio, I think very vibey. Like, yeah. hey, you can go in there, you can chill, you can walk, you can enjoy my plants. I have 5 million plants, and plants bring me so much joy. In your shape studio? Yeah, I have tons of plants. Like, mm, that's yeah. cool. All the equipment and lots of plants, and it's just a really happy Is that space. where we'll train when we, like, I'll come to you, or? Nope. Okay. That's a sacred, <laughs> sacred place. Got no, it. clients do come there sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I do train out there too, but mostly I go to people's houses. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's my happy place. You go out, you open the back, and it has a greenhouse, and also has a bunch of wildflowers, and it's just really chill. It's really cool. What's the first ninety minutes of your day look like? So I get up in the morning. I eat oatmeal, egg whites. I feed dogs. We have lots of dogs. Mm. We play ball. I water plants, and then I'm off to work. They say that we have 50,000 thoughts that go through our head and 40,000 are negative and 10,000 are positive. Do you do you have thoughts that go through your head that are positive or negative? And, and how do you, as you train yourself and others, how do you handle those thoughts? So right now I have some really good positive thoughts. You know what it is, is I was able to run again. So mm. I've had lots of knee surgeries and I've been told I've never been able to run. And I decided because Sean and Hunter, my older son, were doing um, a half marathon. And Hunter had said, hey, I'm going to run a half. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. I was like, I can't go. And then I was like, I said, I can't do something. Mm. And it just it sunk in. I was like, hell with that. I can do it. Yeah. And so I ran six of the day. And I ran. And so, yeah. And so every time I run, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm running. Like, I can do it. And so. Like, I've been so proud of myself. Like, every time I run, even you. if it's three miles, I'm like, I did it. I Like, we were running awesome. yesterday outside, Sean and I, and I was like, I'm so proud of myself. That's like, great. how many people really say, I'm so proud of myself? Nobody. Yeah. All we do is say, I mean, that's one oh of Richard's God. three things. This is the next thing I have to do, or I can't believe I have to do this. Or I mean, I have that, too, but yeah. sometimes you just got to sit and celebrate the little victories because mm. there's a lot of shit storm in life. I mean, sure. life isn't easy. If it was easy, it'd be boring, right? Well, you bring a lot of energy. I've been on stage with you, and I know John's <laughs> jealous on, about yeah. that. But, you, Sean, you did see me on stage with her. I know both of y'all didn't What's think that? I was. You told me you guys do it every weekend. <laughs> we are. We, in, in I Nashville. wish I got to do those you're events a, you're on a every tour. weekend. But, but you bring so much energy. Now, here's the here's the coolest thing for me when I did get called up on, on the stage and, and did that is I was able to see it from your perspective. It's so fun. It's so cool to see your energy, your brand of energy, and to do that from – from that perspective, and then you have those folks around you that, John, you're close friends with um, with one of the people that are on stage. He's, James? He's James? James Crumlin. Yeah. That's what if you're training for Ironman, he's your man. Yeah, he's done eight or nine maybe now. I love that guy so much. Yeah. He's one of my favorite people. Yeah, we've uh, run into each other at a couple events. Did you oh. ever Did you ever think while you were camp, while you were hiking in, is it Hawaii, and, and that you were growing up in San Diego? Or that when I was in Iraq, I'd be coming that, back that, and doing workout yeah, events. I mean, and guess do what you I'm, ever stop and say to yourself, Holy shit, how did my did, life end did, up here? Yeah, did this choose me or did I choose it? Do you have Man, that moment? No, I don't have that moment, but I sit there and I think, is this really my life? I feel mm. like I've lived two completely separate lives. But guess what? My two lives are about to collide because guess what I'm about to do? What? You heard it first. USO. I, USO. USO oh, really? events, yeah. I have my first one in Fort Campbell. Um, they're just now putting USO back in person and not oh, virtual. So, and so I have my first one in September, and then hopefully we'll be doing an overseas USO tour. Very cool. Yeah. I, have a, I have a question, and this is going to kind of lead into and a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek, but we have this segment with, where we honor our guests. We call it the things we think and do not say. We didn't talk about this, but I'm going to throw it out there. Um, and it comes from the movie Jerry Maguire, by the way. Never one heard of, of it. I'm 
Oops. We gotta, Wait, that's, that's the name of the movie? Cut the episode right now. I mean, this is... <laughs> is that the name of a movie? Sean. Uh, Sean. I told you I don't watch movies. <laughs> Dude, take her home tonight and watch that. Wait, is that... An actor or the name of the movie? It's both. I can't even. Both. I can't oh. even. Okay. Well, what did what Jerry Maguire one said? Of the, Sean, you gotta you gotta do it tonight. <laughs> Jerry Maguire, one of the greatest movies of all time, uh, played by Tom Cruise, and he he in the very beginning of the movie writes a um, a mission statement. It's not a memo. And that mission statement is called The Things We Think and Do Not Say. So we've had some great conversations on here. A little bit tongue in cheek here. I'm gonna ask you. Um, you know, it has become, maybe it's not. Let me just ask, what is the last binge that Aaron Opria has had? <laughs> Netflix, food, like I oh, want to know, oh. know the moment okay. that you watched 14 episodes of never. Stranger Things and you ate an entire thing of Blue Bell ice cream. Never, like that sounds so boring. <laughs> like you couldn't pay me to sit there and watch. And my longest time I've ever been down is after a surgery when I have to lay down after a knee surgery. Where'd you get your surgery, by the way? Um, uh, Elite did mine. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. He's done my last two. I had a broken kneecap, and gosh, I've had three ACLs, broken kneecaps, and my wife just had and, ACL, MCL, yeah, all meniscus, all. Yep, were I, done. I had that ACL twice last year on my left knee and a broken kneecap. In the same year. Oh, in eight weeks apart. Oh, my gosh. And then they put screws in my knee because I broke my kneecap, too. So, yeah, so it's not fun. That's the only time I've really ever stayed down. Oh, when I had my boobs done, too. I had to stay down. Same same here. But I didn't have implants, so I just had them lifted. I just like, please, stop looking at all the quarters on the ground. My headlights on bright looking down. I was like, can we pull these babies back up? So now they look forward again. It's really cool. There is the things we think you do not say. There it is. There it is. What's we next just... for you? Where do you see it going from here? Oh, man. I feel like my next thing is either a donut store, which we've talked about a lot. Mm. But I feel like fitness-wise, all the things I said, like bucket lists, I've crossed them all mm. off. And so I'm like, what's next, my career? I want to do a ton of events. I travel around the U.S. and do them, U.S., Canada. I've done lots of workout events, and I want to keep doing, like, the workout party you went to. That one happened to do with Titans. I've done them with all different companies and different. I love those. So was, I that, wanted, was that your brainchild to, to, to marry those things together, um, a fan base with a yes. chance to work out, with a chance to socialize? Yes. Yeah. That's my thing. That's super I cool. I love, I get so much out of those. So I really want to do some really big events across the U.S., Canada, wherever. It might take me. USO. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I just love doing them. Um, and then I want to open a donut store. I also want to open this dog park, like, but not just a, like a dog haven, like in Nashville, mm. where it has the most badass turf dog park. We with know a guy. Lines. We know a guy. Yeah. Are you being serious? Yeah. yeah. Right here. Go turf. Yeah. We know a guy. For, at least for your turf. He's done a lot of turf for your clients, by the way. My, my house is turf, too. Do you love it? Yes. Yeah, turf is cool. So I want to do, like, strong lights. I want to have an airstream. I want to have a vet. I want to have a daycare. I want to have training. I want to have groomers. I want, like, dog haven. you got a bakery for dogs. Everything you could possibly want in this one area. And I'm looking for sponsors, and as soon as I find sponsors, I want to – you want to do it? Yeah. Like, dogs are are my favorite thing in the world. How many dogs? You said you had a lot. Well, we have – we I have tell people a I have Bel- a lot of kids, so we- I'm wondering. What well, this- I thank God I retired the kids. <laughs> <laughs> They're out. I'm kiddo done. Yeah. <laughs> My mind are growing and moved out. I have a German Shepherd. I have a German Shepherd Husky mix. I have a Greater Swiss Mountain Dog. My son, basically, whose dog is with me 24-7, has a Belgian Malinois puppy, which is wow. like 
a German Shepherd on steroids. <laughs> and then oh my, my other son, which we watch his dog a lot, is a Great Dane. There's a lot of dogs. And then, yeah, Great Dane. You so do that's spend fine. the first 90 minutes well, of your day taking pretty, care that's of dogs. For sure. They're a lot, they're a lot of work. Tired dogs are good dogs, just like kids. you yes. got to wear them out. So <laughs> I wear them All out, and then they sleep, yeah. All right, <laughs> last question before we land the plane here. Uh, one of the ways we honor our guests, the last layer on the Aaron Opria onion that we're going to peel back. Do you have your phone on you? I do. Can you pull out your phone? You want the last picture I took? It's no, nude. maybe we'll change it, it up. No. Just kidding. <laughs> it's nude. It's of Colby. Uh, we're going to do your top five songs on your playlist. Do, are you a Spotify person? I'm Spotify, you... but I don't know how you do that. Well, go to your favorites list. There's a favorites? Yeah. Where? I'm on Spotify. That's right. favorites. Light songs. I do the same thing. All right, I'm going to let you read them. Same, it looks like it might resemble mine. Let's just see what happens. Top five on there. Wow, I don't even know these songs. Well, that's well, you must. <laughs> so is that your phone? You, <laughs> you know what? It's a playlist that Sean uses for events too. Oh, uh, well, you you name your top five. What's okay, your, it doesn't so, have to be on there then. What's what's in your head? Um, well, let's see what we got here. We got you can do it, Ice Cube. Mm. Ice Cube, yes. Ride with me, Nelly. That's my next dream workout event partner. Is Nelly? I want to do one yeah. with him. He works with a lot of my clients too. They have songs together, and so I'm like, mm, that's we'll, gonna be we'll a workout. That's cool. We'll tag him. One day I want to do a workout event with him. Um, Rebel kicks it, young boy. That's Colby's. That's <laughs> Colby's favorite. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who that is. Well, young boy. Do you know boy. that song, Sean? It's very popular with the young um, people. Can't deny it. That fabulous. I don't know that this counts if it's not your... Walk <laughs> away. Paula somebody. Abdul. Abdul. No. Paula. Deonda. D-E-A-N-D-A. And Let's Get Married, Jagged Edge. I do like that one. Okay. Oh, there we go. I don't know what they are, though. I don't know songs by name either. I told, asked, you, I, I told you I don't know music either. She asks for her songs and then forgets them because she's <laughs> she's moving so quickly in the world and taking care of people. Well, I just say, we, hey, put these songs on there for play, for events. A space That's for awesome. dogs. A space for dogs. A new donut shop. G.I. Jane would be so proud. I feel like I'm like the most opposite of probably people you have on here. They know musics and they know books and they know movies and they know TV shows. And I know... Nothing in that's that world. What, that's what makes you so great. That's <laughs> I don't part care. Of, that's part of your well, goatness. That's right. And you could have been an astronaut. You could have been a PE teacher. You could have been a police officer. You were a U.S. Marine. Hey, wait. I was kind of a police officer, too, because I was um, military police. I mean, that kind of puts me in there. She wasn't in the military police. Now she's just a rebel and listens to young boy that has a rebel that kicks it. Rebel kicks it. She's my new favorite rebel. Her name is Erin Opria. Uh, we appreciate you so much being in studio so studio with to us today. Uh, for Tyler at the beach and for Aaron and for John and Sean and Davey, I'm Colby Jeepenville, and this is the Go Consulting Podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. Bye.